2: Welcome to the ID10T Podcast, number 942. This episode is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Um, If the first thing that pops into your head is an affordable shave that is amazing, then get ready for this, Jonah Ray, who's sitting in on the intro.
0: And who has a famously shorn face.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You scruffy motherfucker. (laughs) Dollar Shave Club gives you everything you need to look, smell, and feel your best. Shampoo, body wash... Toothpaste uh, And of course the best razors you could possibly get I mean an amazing high quality shave Every morning is waiting for you From Dollar Shave Club's executive razor But the true hero of any morning routine Is their Dr. Carver Shave Butter This actually helps the razor glide Gently across your skin And if your skin is uh, sensitive Like a baby's bottom Like my entire Mm -hmm. face Can you you say the
0: name of the the butter real quick But do it in an old timey like Smucker's ad Dr. Carver's shave butter.
1: <laughs>
0: Here comes some Dr. Carver's shaving butter. It, it sounds <laughs> more homesy
2: that way. <laughs> it does. It, yeah, okay. So I'll make sure and do it then. Yeah, so In yeah, yeah. the end when the I day. reference it again. On yeah, day. on the day I'll do it again. Anyway, uh, they're going to deliver everything to you. That means no more trips to the store, wandering the aisles, hunting for razors. Sniffing shampoos in the aisle to see if they're going to smell good on you, and then you have to you know wait in line at the cashier. Scan bag. Bring your own bags these days because we can't harm the environment. So for a mind blowing experience, join Dollar Shave Club today, and for just five dollars, uh, you're going to get free shipping. You're going to get a six blade executive razor plus trial sizes of old timey shave butter, <laughs> body cleanser, and uh, I was ready for it, and it still delighted me. You know what? And this next one, this ne- the name of this next thing. I'm going to do in like a 30s gangster voice because it sounds like a Dick Tracy villain. Can't wait. Uh, okay, so uh, shave butter, body cleanser, and one wipe Charlie's. <laughs> 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 then keep the blades coming for a few bucks more a month. Get yours at DollarShaveClub.com slash ID10T. That's DollarShaveClub.com slash ID10T. Katie Levine has the cork board. <laughs>
1: I do. Robin Joyce writes Fourth Wall Stage Company is a nonprofit community theater group and. Worcester, Massachusetts, and, and they wrote how to, how to pronounce that for me because I'm a dumb Californian, uh, that I started in 2010. We are partnering with the Worcester Her- Historical Museum next month to present a production of Blue Yonder by Kate Aspengrand for the for their Women's History Project. It's a series of monologues about the careers of 12 mesmerizing and sometimes eccentric women. Performances are March 22nd through the 31st at the museum. You can find more info and get tickets at fourthwallstagecompany.org and that's the number four. Also, the Lagunitas Brewing Company in Petaluma, California, is hosting Pints for Paws this Thursday, March 22nd at 5.30 p.m. It's a night of beer, tacos, prizes, music, fun, and more. And all the proceeds benefit Sonoma County Wildlife Rescue. It's family-friendly. Admission is $25 for adults, $10 for kids. And that ticket price includes dinner. To find out more info to buy admission in advance, visit scwr.brownpapertickets.com and tickets will also be available at the door. I,
2: I will only be- allow an alcohol thing because it's a pet thing.
0: I you know when she said, I started to bristle."
2: So I started to bristle at that. I'm like, "Are you promoting yeah. a beer thing?" But it's also on my show? it's for Sonoma, <laughs> which needs a lot of help. These so days that's why it's so that and the
0: pause. And I okay. I'll allow it it's yeah, kid yeah. friendly. But you better watch yourself, counselor.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I got something for your cork board.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh April I got something I for got your, cork cork your cork board. board. April twenty-seventh and eighth, I will be performing uh, uh a few shows at the North Bar in Chicago. Uh it's I'm calling it the festival the festival of me, <laughs> where I'll be doing a, a, a stand-up uh early show on Friday and late show I'll be riffing with some local movie riffers out there in Chicago. Um, and then on Saturday I'll do another stand-up set, and then I'll be doing a live Jonah radio. Cash and Neil are flying out. Fantastic. We'll doing a live Jonah radio at the North Bar in Chicago, April 27th and
2: 28th. Yeah, then the first week of April, I'll be at Comedy Works in Denver, and the last week in April, I'll be at Comedy on State in Madison, Wisconsin. We're going to be real close to each other. Super close. Please get warm in that region of the country. Please don't hold on to winter at the end of April. <laughs> I beg of you. My thin California skin cannot handle your elements. You know what you need? What? I need some old timey. <laughs> I need to smear some shaving butter all over my pelt. <laughs> You're not using it right. You're not. (laughs) It seems like the shave, but it was the first thing to go. (laughs) Captain Jack's taint liniment. (laughs) Make your taint as smooth as a taint. Uh, All right. This episode is Mr. uh, John Boyega, who was fantastic. Probably the most enlightened 26-year-old person I've ever met in my entire life. He's so... Well-adjusted and smart, and he's 26. He just turned 26, but he looks like a man. He does look like, and he <laughs> talks of like us a man. Us. No, neither of us he looks is like man. Well beyond us, Ugh. by a lot. By a lot, looks-wise and emotionally uh, and philosophically, he's just... Well, he, he's Moses. <laughs> he, he's, and Finn. He's also he's Finn. He's also Finn, yeah. Uh, but uh, he is uh, in Pacific Rim Uprising, which is in theaters Friday, March t- 23rd. Also one of the producers on this film. But uh, And, uh, you know, maybe he was in a Star Wars movie or two. Yeah. But, uh, and and Attack the, the Block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just the one. Yes, uh, just the one. Attack <laughs> just, the block. Just the one. Attack the block. <laughs> it's time to attack the block again. Yes, attack the blocks. Attack the blocks. Re-attack the block. Yes, it's build, rebuild the
0: block. Rebuild the block. <laughs> yeah, it's just about rebuilding the infrastructure and the roads. Attack the neighborhood.
2: Attack the block later. So wait, what's bigger than a block? A neighborhood. Yeah, attack the neighborhood? That doesn't. No, it doesn't really. Sound. Attack the street. Attack the street. Attack the county. Attack the attack this um, district. Attack it. Attack of the blocks. Attack the zone. Attack the zone. Zone it. Yeah, zone it in. We got it. Yeah, we're, we really <laughs> we really zone this one in. Uh, anyway, John Boyega is great. He is on this episode of the podcast, which is also brought to you by Spotify. Uh, if you like podcasts, and if you're listening to this, I'm guessing that you do. Spotify makes it easy for you to stream this podcast and many others like it on your mobile device, desktop app, smart speaker. Open the app on your mobile device or desktop, click the Browse channel, and then click the Podcast section. And you can stay thoroughly entertained during your commute to work, drive home, downtime, exercise time, work time, time when you're supposed to be paying attention to your relationship, but you're tuning out because you have avoidance issues. (laughs) All thanks to Spotify. Uh, Listen to the podcast on Spotify. Also... LinkedIn sponsoring this episode A business is only as strong As its people And every hire matters So don't settle for posting and hoping the right person Will find your role and apply Uh, You post to job boards and you hope that you're going to Find the right person for the job but think about it How often do you check job boards Jonah? Constantly That's what I thought for most people it's very occasional But then uh, there's a place where people go to grow professionally and explore job opportunities. 70% of the United States workforce is there, and that is LinkedIn. It is the world's largest professional network. What a great way to find talent for your job. Just ask any of the hundreds of thousands of businesses who have posted to LinkedIn jobs over the past year. And because LinkedIn considers skills, experiences, locations, and more to match and promote your job potential to your candidates, businesses rate LinkedIn jobs 40% higher than job boards at delivering quality candidates. 22 million professionals view and apply to jobs at LinkedIn every week. If you're not using it for your hiring needs, you're missing out. Go to LinkedIn.com. I tried. It didn't really work there. It didn't really work there. Yeah. Go to linkedin.com slash ID10T to get a $50 credit to your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash ID10T for 50 bucks credit today. Terms and conditions apply. Here is the ID10T podcast number 942. The intro with Joan Ray podcast without Joan Ray. Isn't that fun? But includes John Boyega. Katie. Get ready for the ride—the wildest ride in the world. Now, this
0: counts as me doing the entire podcast, and I can get paid for even though I wasn't there, right? Katie, edit this man out of my podcast.
2: <laughs> Katie, hurry up. Start the thing. Please start the thing before Jonah <laughs> squeezes me for another time. <laughs> slip, step 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 Slam. <clears throat> oh, he was really mad. <laughs> Initiating ID10T Protocol. How you doing, man? Nice to see you. You're right. I did not wear this on purpose. I know, I know. I'm seeing the glass cups around as well. Thinking, these are yeah. actually these are actually our these are actually our glass. I mean, like I love glasses we use every I, single day. I love I, I love this. This is what I'm talking about. These are the old, uh, you know, in the '80s, like Burger King did their old collector glasses i was gonna ask
3: because i was like this looks uh pretty classic i mean lando is looking exactly like me right now just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just, uh, maybe a foresight thing going on
2: <laughs> this is a classic <laughs> lando yeah these yeah, are all yeah. these are all old collector items and like a, did they do that in england did they are there like uh did they do like did they ever do like a wave of collector glasses and stuff with happy meals and i'm, I'm, so like, I'm sure they did yeah i mean i I first got a, a
3: figure that I think was from a Happy Meal. It was Darth Moore. It was during the pre-calls prequels. Oh, though. nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that McDonald's deal goes way
2: back. It probably <laughs> does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds like a dumb question. Like, in England, do you guys get toys? No, no, no. Yes, we are affected <laughs> by a Western culture, too. <laughs> but I didn't know how much, uh, I mean, I I might be wrong about this, but I feel like, comic-con is not necessarily as old in england as it is here in the states oh yeah
3: yeah comic-con is is a toddler right now actually a toddler that with a very wild uh, appeal yeah Um, and people love it in the uk um and there's also many other cons you know that i haven't even heard about and um and they're springing out of nowhere and yeah a lot is happening in terms of the nerd, the nerd, <laughs> the power of the nerd in the UK. So it's, it's cool, and you're very much at the center of it right now. I mean, it's a bit mad.
2: <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm very much involved in in the sci-fi world right now. You, I, I mean, but also, but you know, Attack the Block was such a great movie, yeah, and yeah. and was that when you when you did that movie? Do you did you feel like oh, this is sort of a I like this genre, or mm. did it did those just keep presenting themselves to you? Um, no, I, I mean, it actually goes uh, way back.
3: You know, before that, I mean, as a, as a kid, I just loved sci-fi. I loved larger-than-life movies that, that that kind of forced me to imagine, yeah, um, and to rethink this physical world that I just gotten so used to. Um, movies was an escape for me. So when I would think of my acting career and the kind of roles I wanted to do, I would always be excited by just the superhero sci-fi esque kind of films and. So, being a part of it now, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> exactly what I, I, I wanted to do. And I love other genres too. I mean, I mean, I have to take a hi- hiatus on sci fi. Right. Um, yeah, you know, for a bit to, to allow time for other stuff. But um, yeah, sci fi was that one baby I wanted to build up first, you know. Where, where did you grow up specifically? Uh, Southeast Peckham. Okay. Yeah, yeah. MC15 and- stand up. <laughs> Someone out there did. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to just, you know, rep the postcode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and was i mean did you always was acting a thing that you always thought you wanted to do or did you fall into it um i mean i mean i i, I just i discovered it you know you know like like how a kid
3: discovers that they're you know good at football or you know how a kid discovers that they may, might be a, a you know better than the other kids you know sketching or something you know right. there's, a, there's just a a popularity thing that comes with you know whatever you're good at and in school we had, you know, drama classes and I just felt like I always had a, a, a great reaction from yeah. the kids and the teachers. And so that's how I got into it. I just stuck with uh, uh, what, uh, you know, would, would, would make my uh, my life in school a bit easier, you know, to get to be one of the popular <laughs> kids.
2: <laughs> but what's the audition process? I mean, like when you – so if you're a teenager and you're uh, – do you, do you think like, oh, well, I need to go – i need to go kind of settle in london where all the auditions are and
3: um and- no i mean i grew i was born and raised in london i didn't know about about um how the career works i mean at first i was just doing it as you know as part of uh, enjoyment it's only when i, I joined theater school yeah it, it was more about training it wasn't it wasn't even about how the business works you know auditions you know it was about training it was about you know um, you know contemporary dance ballet tap you know uh, uh speech exams uh shakespeare it was it was just that
2: are they snobby about like are they snobby but secretly all want to be in movies or like well it's not the theater
3: i mean we we just didn't know about movie i mean about being in movies we were you know we were kids it was it was just theater. it was it was fun you know we got to dance and sing and be in these in these shows and, and people would really really like them yeah um and and theatre Peckham was more of an inner city, you know, kind of theatre school, and it was not too far from my estate, so it was just, you know, it was a, it was a good place to to go to have some fun, with some other kids perform and go home, you know. Yeah. The business part, you know, didn't call just yet because <laughs> <laughs> we were like we're still in Peckham, you know, we're just we're just throwing on you know shows based on children's
2: books. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, we're just you know having fun doing it. But the business part is, I, I always wonder, it's always interesting to find out how people, because obviously the acting part, you know mm-hmm. you love doing. Yeah. But the business part actually occupies more of your time, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And so w- was there a learning curve for you with that and trying to, you know, with each film going, oh, I guess you got to worry about this and you got to do this mm-hmm. and you got to do this. Was any of that fun? Um, I mean,
3: I, 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 I'm i a business savvy person. Um, I used to uh, sell some of the uh, best Best candy in school <laughs> um, for, for a great rate. I, so. I, mean, I mean, you know, sometimes you know, I'd even put a tax rebate on that. Oh, very but, good. You're a good salesman. <laughs> you're a good salesman. But but I've 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 always just had a um, an, an open mind to the business side of, of, of the industry because I think you know, obviously we love to enjoy. We are artistic people who sure. who, who want to perform, but at the same time you know gotta have that roof. Yeah, exactly. you Gotta have me a house like yours, mate. Like uh, I'm man, looking around right I now. I'm like, I mean, uh, you know, okay, is- <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> you know, we all we all want to be financially stable and so um that comes into it naturally but then there's a learning curve in terms of like now you have an attorney and you know representatives and you know you have to learn what they do what they do and right and then now you you know you're the ceo of your own career absolutely you're the you're the boss of your life so so you have to
2: you know almost switch up yeah that's a really great way to put it too especially for people who are you know any art any kind of artistic endeavor but thinking of yourself as the CEO of your own thing because I think yeah. a lot of people just go oh I'm an actor so I'll just audition it like oh you gotta do yeah. a lot more than that yeah it's,
3: it I mean it's, it's, it's a lot more than that and and you know it and it depends you know what you're aiming for I mean some some actors come into the industry who, who are just appreciative to get a job on a day-to-day basis right there isn't necessarily any kind of pinpoint on what they want the audience to feel creatively right you know as as it concerns them or their career they just want Are you know Happy with working And that's fine But I came from A mentality With a specific goal A specific appeal And and to want to be A part of You know um, An interesting time Because I just knew There weren't people Like me Out there Just yet and, you know, back home in, in, in England, you know, we only had a few people like Idris and like Adrian Lester who were over in the States, you know, getting, you know, high profile roles.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so that changes the way that you you approach things. And so you have to be much more open to the to the business because, you know, as we say, when the Americans call, man, they're about their business, <laughs> mate. <laughs> you can't just be like, look, I want to do Indies all the time, okay? <laughs> They'll be like, hell
2: no. <laughs> it's kind of funny because I I don't think… I think there's only one show that I work on that actually airs over in the UK, but I always think like, man, it'd be so great to be known in England because, especially your, you know, your stand-up circuit over there is incredible because you, yeah, you basically just stand there can just tour a oh, landmass yeah. the size of California oh, over, yeah. and over, over and over and over, over and over again. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. And that's what they do. And it's, you know, it's ultimately you know genius. But, you know, the, the fact is, for for many of us, that is a small little island and a small little industry for, for filming TV. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you know when you're done, you know, you, you do a few roles and you're like, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going uh, to have to get on a plane and go uh, to that um, place they call Hollywood. <laughs> See what, what There, (laughs) how many?
2: How many upstairs, downstairs uh, period pieces? Oh know I mean, how how how
3: many how many upstairs downstairs period pieces can I do? But you know, you you want more and creatively, you know, America has much more to to offer, man. You guys have uh, a better buffet menu. We do, yeah, we do have a lot of we do have a nice buffet, (laughs) and I mean that uh, both actually, literally, as
2: a buffet, yes, and also in the entertainment business, buffet is quite expensive as well, and it's great. But I thought it was really interesting that your it. your production company actually co-produced Uprising yeah. with Legendary, yeah. So that is a that is a nice, strong planting a flag in the ground in terms of your <laughs> in terms of your business and in terms of your production business. So, yes. you know, when did you when did you create this production company and what's the history behind it and and how how's it going so far?
3: Um, I created um, Upper Room Entertainment in 2015, mm-hmm. um, and it was an, a, a little while after The Force Awakens had released. Um, and it and it was because, I mean, I, I was always intrigued when I started going to drama school and I was with my, my agent, Femi Oguns, who's been with me from the start. I was always intrigued as to how everything worked in mm-hmm. film. Um, working on Attack the Block, you know, I didn't necessarily have a book that told me exactly this is how film works. It was meeting several different people. And I, and I would notice, you know, Naira Park, you know, who who've also produced Shaun of the Dead and mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz, she would come to set and, and, and creatively she would just be involved in the choices and they should be on her phone sorting and figuring things out. And I'd look at that and go, you know what, that, that's, that, looks, uh, that looks pretty cool what they're doing there. <laughs> I guess this is how, you know, you get to be a part of the birth of an idea and, and you get to creatively be one of, the, one of the minds behind a concept. And that for me has always intrigued me. So I founded up a room um, at the right time after Star Wars when I felt I had enough leverage mm-hmm. to walk into rooms and say, Well, um, creatively I like to expand and I'd like to collaborate with 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 the industry and so I I, I put it up and, and got a team together and said uh, who wants to be an Avenger?
2: <laughs> Sorry, man, you got to say that when you say, put a team together. You do, yeah. You, you have can't to just, say that. You can't just say no, you're going to no put a team gonna together. No one's going to fault you for saying that. Yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone, they would just thought it okay. if
3: hadn't said I'm, it. I'm, I'm kind of pissed that I didn't have an eye patch, but you know what? <laughs> Close to it. <laughs> so I founded it and, and I just wanted, I just wanted, to be a part of telling stories, um, to be a part of of, of the development of, of of movies, and to be a part of the casting process, you know, to 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 somewhat collaborate with directing previs and you know influence the CGI, mm-hmm. work on schedule, you know, yeah, and I want to be a part of all of that.
2: Well, it's also, I mean, it's also not that part is is also not only creatively fulfilling, but. You know, it's just smart to be. It's just smart because you, as an actor, you just if you're you just don't know, yeah. and so much of your life is controlled by factors that don't necessarily involve you. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that feels very scary. Yeah, I don't know how people just do that and don't freak out. I mean, it's it and it, and it's true, and, it, and
3: you know it it you know d- it develops you also. I mean. You, Being a producer, you you get a bird's eye view on the whole system. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are involved in the early days of of, of writing to the late days of marketing ideas. You're involved in all of that and and your your opinion matters um, and your point of view matters. Um, I don't feel like there's rocket science to 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 kind of knowing you know how a, a movie is is going to do. I mean, it's dependent on on your artist artistic um, um, integrity and dependent on just how you how you feel, what you've experienced, what you've enjoyed. Sure. And then we we take a risk with these films. Is you as the audience decide you know. It's the fans that made Star Wars legendary not the not necessarily only the creative minds right? Right. there's a there 's a transfer of energy and art between us the performance and then you know evidently the 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 audience and and i i have always loved you know cracking that code and you crack that code more as a producer than you would do you know as an actor
2: absolutely but do you do you ha did you have to learn how or are you still learning how to take off the producer hat and put on the performer hat and get out of your head, you know, I like mean, a, p-
3: performing is just, it's just obviously being with me longer. My first wife, you right. Know, we have a connection. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Kids are all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but pr- 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 Producing comes in and, you know, yes, there's more to get, get used to what, but what makes it easier to just, you know, take off one hat in, and put on the other is that, you know, acting is just such a specific you know, a uh, 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 group. with such a sp- specific department, in right. this whole process that I just can't get the two twisted. I mean, I guess what happens when they come close is when you're on set and you do a scene and you're like, yeah, I don't think that was, that was the one you go back and watch yourself. And what I like to do is when I'm referencing to myself to my production team is say, is, is reference myself as a third person. <laughs> <laughs> How's
2: so that, John doing yeah, today? I'm
3: like, I'm like yeah, I, I, I don't think I believe Jake in this. In this tape, <laughs> so so I think we should, uh, you know, we should switch. We should switch that up and go for one more. I, and they play along with it, you know. It's just the, a, a great way of me just separating, yeah, yeah. the two because you have to be honest with yourself, you know. But are you too judgmental? I mean, like, no,
2: you, you no. have to do that. You that's a very fine line and a difficult one because sometimes people are too in their own heads and they Mm -hmm. might focus on something that is, you know, whatever their own insecurity is Right, right, right. and being able to remove themselves from that. But
3: but my, my notes are, are are based on continuous communication with the production team and, 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 and and obviously fundamentally with Stephen Knight, our director. So it's, it's, it's on his wave and whatever we've collaborated on to, to kind of like form as our main idea for a scene is, is always based on that because it, I had to you know pause uh, you know one time when I was thinking about one of the takes or whether I should email Mary and say okay we need to we might need to uh, do a reshoot schedule and put that 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 scene and do it again and I'm like wait wait hold on a second for what we discussed and decided for what the the, the intention of the scene was was decided and discussed by me and the team and the scene does just that so leave it be so you still have moments where you need to pull yourself back as a performer, but I think I'm getting I'm getting better and better. That's good.
2: good. Yeah, and you you mentioned something before about you know Star Wars that universe, of course, being driven a lot by the fans, mm-hmm. and it to me because you know because I have you know friends who've directed Star Wars movies and friends now who've been in Star Wars movies, yeah. And to me, if anyone ever said, "Hey, do you want to be a part of Star Wars?" Of course, as a the kid in me would go, absolutely. Oh, but yeah. then the other part would go, I don't know, man. That's yeah. a rough one because it's, you know, oh, yeah. it's very personal to people. And yeah. people are not always kind. And I just don't, I don't know if I have the metal to really be able to handle it. Did you expect – it's like even like George Lucas, like he creates this thing and then it's really not his anymore. And right, no, It's right, literally right. not his. But right, right. creatively it kind of wasn't his after a bit too. Mm-hmm. Were, were you okay with that or did that surprise you or how did you adjust?
3: Um, I, I just think um, a part of the process of, of creating a, a, a film is, is letting it go. Yeah, You know, you let it go when your baby is is, is no longer a, a you know a child in the house, which you're trying to perfect for the world. And you prepare this child and then you send this child to different territories. You know, China gets it, Japan gets it, the UK gets it. There's different, you know, approaches to trailers and all that. And you, you literally see your creative egg go out into the world and it's shared. <laughs> Everyone shares it. Some people don't like it. Some people like it. Some people just like... Eh. And you, and you just have to, you have to get used to that as being part of the process, um, you know, and you have to at least, you know, make sure you're spending time and while you, you have the time to develop and film is making it the best you can be. And that's all you can possibly do. Right. That's all you can do really. I true.
2: know, but you, but I've always been impressed by your, um, you, you you just sort of radiate positivity in the face of, you know, sometimes, like, really toxic negativity. Yeah, man. In, in a way that, you know, when they did the original Star you know, well, like, mm-hmm. any of the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. there, was, there was no social media. There was no, you know, like, people didn't have a place to comment. They might yeah. write a letter, but who, you know, who was ever going that? That see was that? a significant thing about Episode
3: 7. You know, I had to pause sometimes with talking to Daisy when me and Daisy would have these moments where it was like an out-of-body experience where we'd be on set and we'd, like, look around and be like, we are actually... <laughs> gonna be in a star wars, a star wars movies yeah and we would reference the kind of you know response from from the, from the audience that we would expect and you know we would talk about it you know in in full transparency and be like this is this is you know huge you know we're going to expect some negative comments and positive comments but regardless you know you've got to stay positive because to be honest you have to be in a certain position for people to judge you like this absolutely you have to have you know defeated a really big obstacle become <laughs> successful for people to be like, I don't think John was great in that Star Wars movie. And I'm there like, wait, I'm in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> Repeat that last part. Repeat that last part. In Just, a Star Whoa. Wars yeah. movie. Yeah. How
2: many Star Wars movies are you in? Look, you Zero, mean, right, I mean, John's it's little... like,
3: I didn't like it, you know, In the, I don't feel Finn may be good enough in the third installment. Wait, <laughs> I made it past the second? <laughs> You know, it's great, you know, and and that for me is, 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 is how I, I live life every, every day, you know, you know, it's not always positive, like, you know, I have access to obviously of other emotions, just like, of course, of course, of course, but, 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 you know, it's, it's it's positive. And to be honest, uh, uh, most Star Wars fans are brilliant. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're supportive, um, and and even I've met fans who who don't creatively agree with with, with with some of the movies, but but I'm still able to talk and have discussions with them, you know, and 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 debate about it, and it's all good. You yeah, know, and 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 I'm cool with that.
2: That's great. I mean, and and I I love that idea too. Of it just made me think. I've never thought about this way, but. It's really just kind of like what part of the sentence do you focus on? Yeah. I didn't like you in that Star Wars it, movie. Hey, I'm going to focus on the Star Wars movie no, part. It's,
3: but but, it, but it, it's, it's because genuinely growing up with, with, with Star Wars, like I saw Star Wars as Star Wars. Like, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't think to myself. I knew I was going to be a part of sci-fi and I was working towards being a part of sci-fi in a very, very cool way. But I didn't know it would be Star Wars specifically. I mean, you know, (laughs) I am not the Lord Jesus Christ. I you know, I don't have, you know, that foresight. But for me I was just like, This is every day it's a shock to me like i'm still not over it and i and i thought i would be after two movies but i'm not, I'm
2: not over it it's crazy I mean, it's nuts and and the second that you were announced you know it's that that first teaser because jj did a really great job of kind of seeding stuff out on instagram and the and pieces oh yeah oh you'd see bb8 kind of roll in the back of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was such mm-hmm. a great and uh and instantly the second you know like you crawl out like you come over the dune and you pull off a thing and it's like now everyone know everyone knows who you are. Yeah, Th- it's there, done. It doesn't the business doesn't necessarily work that way anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're just like overnight right holy shit you yeah. know, everyone
3: knows now yeah it was it was it was nuts you know I remember JJ showing me that that trailer on the iPad He was like well this is what we're going to release I remember seeing it and the first boom I was just like whoa <laughs> damn <laughs> so we're not even going to have a back of the head shot you know a little side profile of a lion saying you know I want something more to fight for we're not going to do that we're just going to go boom Star Wars is back and in a much more you know um, a, a, a dynamic and powerful way and I, and I really that time was crazy for me it was, yeah it was it was nuts
2: well and also the other interesting thing about what it seems like you're doing is as much as Star Wars as a part of your life you know working on all these other things mm-hmm. so that it doesn't entirely define who you are yeah. as a performer yeah I mean that's a that's a big major
3: thing I mean I had done projects before Star Wars um, I didn't feel like a, a, a newcomer you right know, when working on Star Wars I felt obviously like a newcomer on, 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 obviously this, this kind of exposure was unlike anything I'd ever see. Right. And I knew that this would make me more, you know, relevant in, in, in on a, on a day-to-day basis. Given right. Obviously the merchandise pool of, of Star Wars as well. You're a constant reminder to the general public. Um, but, but you know, it, it for me it was was still shocking. <laughs> it, was, it was still shocking on on, on a day to day basis to to be part of something so huge. But then to also be like, wait, hold on a second, I just need to start packing on other projects too. Right. Because um, I I I believe in my own versatility. I believe in my ability to jump into other parts. And uh, you know, I want I want I want the audience to believe that too. So I I'll, I'll go work on on other stuff. Got I wanted you. to take a break, but
2: yeah, of course, I couldn't do it. Could well, be. yeah, and it, and just like, you know, it's almost like the 10 year overnight success story. Like I've been doing it for a really long time. And then, you know,
3: I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I still get people saying, you know, you look like that guy, Moses from attack the block, (laughs) the the dots are not connected. It's it's, 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 it's like, whatever happened to that guy? I don't know. (laughs) I I don't don't know. know know. Um, I hope he's well. I've heard he's doing a play at (laughs) Donma, but, but it was, it, it, it was, it was cool, you know, and, and it has been cool when, you know, you experience people who connect the dots and go, Oh, okay, yeah, I've done other stuff. Yeah. And I, and I continuously
2: do. Yeah, I mean, if there was, a you know, I almost feel like if there was a way to sort of squeeze out your brain and get that juice for people of, because you the thing that I enjoy here in hearing you talk is that, because you're still a young guy. Like, yeah, still, man. You yeah, still man. have a lot, you're in your mid-20s. You, yeah. I
3: think your birthday's coming up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm going to be 26.
2: Ah, uh, happy, happy almost birthday. Hey. Hey. But, uh, uh, you know, I don't remember being that comfortable in my skin in my 20s. I remember kind of being freaked out mm. and there's a really nice confidence, but not like you're not cocky about it, but you just seem very comfortable in your skin. Yeah, so where um, does that, how does one draw, how does one create that people are asking? I don't know. I mean, I,
3: I am, um, I put out an Instagram post because I, I wore a really clean outfit and I was feeling myself in the outfit. I just looked at myself and I went, you know what? You look great today. So I put it out on Instagram and for me, I was just kind of like, I understand how people can be, you know, perceived as as, as cocky sometimes. Sure. They're just so comfortable in their own skin, but they're not cocky. The, the world is just not, it's so sensitive right now that people can't look at themselves and go, wait, let me pinpoint what is positive. Sure. Let me pinpoint what 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 I'm actually doing well at because how else are you supposed to be motivated to move forward and to make better decisions if you don't know you know how far you've come, and you're just fixating on on what's wrong with you. And so I told my Instagram followers, write and comment something positive about yourself. And it started off real people having cold feet, like <laughs> I have a nice um, approach to things. And <laughs> and then you you know see them comment again and just go, you know, my smile is brilliant. Yeah, I really like, it. and I and I and I and I love that. You know, being being comfortable in your own skin is it it, it kind of defeats. Um, a lot of f- future anxiety you, you might see coming your way, given that as, as, as human beings, we, we are all forced to step out of our right. circumstance, eventually as adults, right. to go for our jobs, to go for our livelihood and and all that kind of stuff. And so for me, I, I, I like, you know, being comfortable in my own skin, but but it's not, you know, meant to upset you. Of course. I'm just comfortable in my skin. Right. And I would love for you to feel that way about you too. And so that's something for me that has been a mentality, you know, and, and I grew up around... Um, Growing up in the theater and growing up around kids who, you know, were doing ballet and contemporary, and that wasn't our background. Like we was the more the chill kids, so we were just like, "Why you got me doing pirouettes, man?" <laughs> <laughs> but we were forced to go out of our own sk- and be comfortable doing different stuff. And I guess that that being a part of me, me growing up and seeing people like L- Letitia Wright, who's now Black Panther, right. oh we my were, gosh, we were all so to- good. Yeah, I mean, we were we were all together training in drama school and. Daniel Kaluuya, who I came across many times, we were we were part of a, a group of people who were just kind of like, you know what, we're just gonna be, just be you and, and and try to find your own path in this, and I just guess that's just now. Embedded in in my day to day life.
2: Did you ever discuss with them with these people that you came up with like what your plans were, what you thought you were going to do, or what you wanted to achieve? <laughs> were you a support group in any way?
3: Yeah, I mean, um, a few people. Um, uh, Letitia Wright, uh, obviously who you knows in Black yeah. Panther. Um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who is in, in Get Out. Yeah, I, I saw um, And also uh, Black Panther. And also Black Panther. <laughs> I, you know, I met I met Daniel um, when he done when he was doing a, a show called Sucker Punch. Uh-huh. He was playing a young boxer boxer um, and he, and he done a whole monologue while doing a, a double unders with a skipping rope. And it oh, was wow. intense and it was raw and he was real. And, um, and I spoke to him, you know, um, I, I waited for him at the stage door. We discussed the, the future, where we're going, what, we, what we've, we have planned. And, you know, it was a nice discussion to have to gain motivation from someone who's also aiming for the same type of thing. And then with Letitia, you know, we, we used to speak extensively because after school, we would walk to the McDonald's in Dorston. all of us kids, you know, we would kind of meet up there and talk about the future. And, you know, we all spoke about wanting to be a part of feature films and imagine, you know, this exploding and going into like, you know, talking about, our, you know, our very existence being a part of these roles and what mm-hmm. it would be like. And um, it just feels like a movement now, you know, everyone's just getting theirs and it feels good.
2: <laughs> yeah, that is great. And especially because you'll always... You know, even if you even if you kind of lose touch with people because everyone gets busy, mm-hmm. but then you'll kind of reconnect in places, and it'll you be will. like it Look, never. It's, it's
3: mad. I remember seeing Michael B. Jordan in the in, in in the hallway. We were both auditioning for this HBO show, and I remember seeing Michael B. there, and I remember seeing Amelamine there, Amelamine who played Albie in Maze Runner. Mm-hmm. He was also there. So you're consistent. You're constantly crossing paths with people who. Oh, you look at them and 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 you're like they're they're working towards the same goal and 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 they're putting in the work the same way you are and you know personally for me seeing people like that was always a, a constant motivation. I was just right. like, wow, it's not only me. So I've got to be make sure you know I'm on I'm on point and I, and I take this as, as seriously as as they are. It's just inspirational. It's contagious.
2: And it's nice to know that you know there's room for it's it's not just like there's room for everyone to succeed yeah there is
3: there is there is i mean and 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 there is a competitive element you know there there is you know but it's it's what you feed into i i always say jealousy is 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 wasted time you could have used that time being motivated you know use someone else's success to motivate yourself and create your own right um So I always believe that because, you know, I just feel, you know, jealousy just strings out the whole process. Yeah. Afterwards, you realize, wait a second. Oh, yeah, I can do it, too, in my own ways. Like, (laughs) what was the point of all of that? (laughs) Right, right,
2: right, right, right. So,
3: you know, seeing those guys, you know, coming up was 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 just a great strength. And then now to see everybody, you know, being established and and, and reaching the goals that they said and mentioned it for me, it's, it's, it's a crazy life
2: experience. Yeah. And the jealousy part, again, is sort of like focusing on the wrong part of the sentence. Is like come on' is like man. hey that other person's doing well maybe that should motivate you to work hard yeah yeah and also over, try yeah.
3: to achieve something yeah yeah there's something you know like it, it, it you know there's no doubt that it can make you automatically feel a type of way and as human beings sometimes that just happens yeah but it's what you do and how you harness that energy I feel
2: yeah and and that it's sort of building off that idea is when you say to your Instagram followers like hey what's something positive about yourself I think people should really understand that even if you're a positive person that doesn't mean that you feel 100% all day every yeah, day. Nah, everyone nah. everyone feels shitty at times. Yeah. Everyone feels but it's just figuring out I think how to navigate that yeah. and try to, you know, push through it or work around it. There are harsh days, you. man. You
3: know, it's, it's success and all that kind of stuff, you know, is 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 not glossy, you know. There's there's your human life is still very much there saying now you got some things to learn. <laughs> and just because your, your finances is on point doesn't mean now you become, you know, better than anybody else or, 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 you know, for some reason, your maturity levels or what you have to learn now is, is, is fulfilled. No, you know, you still go through your process.
2: Right. And uh-huh. so what, as you're entering your 26th year. Oh yes. There oh, is yes. now. There is <laughs> now. Yes. <yeah. laughs> there's, there's an elderly gentleman. Of 26. Uh, how do you, how do you you like what are you what are you what are you working on personally that you feel like ah you know now that i'm gonna be 26 these are some of the areas that i want to improve or Mm. work on or get better at doing
3: i think for me is um you know communication is one you know big thing i'd love to improve um because listening is 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 so much it's just a big part of 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 also knowing how to learn learning how to communicate mm-hmm. um and going into producing more being at the forefront of these discussions that happen you know behind the scenes you know I feel like communication and and also listening has to get amped up because I I wouldn't want to wait, you know, to be juggling several projects for me to then get things twisted and in my head, you know, I'm communicating the wrong things and, 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 and all that. So for me, that's just one thing. And then it helps with your personal life too, so why not? You know, helps helps you become a better uh, friend. Yeah, um, helps. Um, I'm a brother. I'm an uncle. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's, it's, it's those things that I feel like you know, improving that can also benefit you on a on the
2: career basis. God, you must be the yeah. coolest uncle.
3: No, I, I'm dope. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't see it. I, I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> I do not know what's wrong with him. So, so this this guy, and I call him a guy because my my nephew's two years old. But sure. But, but he is also 75. He's an old man. Got it. He's the type to kind of shake your hand and peacefully trot along and walk away. <laughs> he was at the Star Wars Last Jedi premiere um, and um, was more fixated on the audience and the crowd. Sure. Um, than he was on the whole experience. Um, I, I don't understand that kid. Uh, and I'm working with him think, every
2: day. <laughs> yes. Every day. On his terms. Of but course. I mean,
3: he, he loves a good Finn action figure. I mean, he thinks we're two different people. I'm of trying, course. I'm trying to blur the lines. Yeah. Not working. No, nope. Not
2: working. Give him in like a couple years. You know, what's going to be fun is, and I hope you're around when it happens, is when he finally connects. Like, oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. That guy's that guy. Oh, yeah. That guy who hangs out in my house. Ha- <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah,
3: he, he, yeah he, he, he doesn't know now. You know, I'm Uncle Don and um, Finn is Finn and Finn is fun. Uncle Don, boring.
2: but someday someday you'll learn kid come on (laughs) do you have a is there is there um are there role models or mentors to you or are there people whose careers you go ah that's kind of Everything that they're doing—that's kind of something that I—that is interesting to me. I
3: mean, I was motivated by so many people at so many different times, and I feel like for, for I, w- I was motivated at those times for for specific reasons. You know, sometimes you're at a stage, and so your mind—you know—you notice know sort of certain things more, and you—you you gain some motivation from that. Um, from the UK, it starts off with with, with people like Noel Clark, mm-hmm. you know who is who is basically you know f- for me like one of the first avengers you know the guy that came in and 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 shone a, a cinematic light on, on on the lifestyle in inner city london mm-hmm. you know and and i feel like you know movies that he did like kid and, and and adulthood that he directed paved the way for movies like attack the block you know and 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 attack the block you know gaining recognition in in the States and coming over here, I met various, you know, other people in which I, I, I was always inspired by. Idris Elba is someone I'm, I'm I'm inspired by. Um, and it's also my colleagues, you know, Daniel Kaluuya, um, Letitia Wright, Malachi Kirby, um, Damson Idris, you know, these are all actors who I'm just like inspired by on a day-to-day basis, you know, because uh, I I see, you know, my story in their stories because there's so much similarities and we come from the same background. Um and every day for me, you know, I learn from from what they do and and what they say.
2: That's fantastic. And you and what's great is that you have access to these people too. Yeah. So you don't for have real. to, you know, you Ooh. could you, you could just call up and go, hey, how do you do this or how yeah. do you,
3: you know? I mean, it's great. It's, it's it's incredible to to see and to watch. It's it's, it's incredible. I, I I can't even believe I'm 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 a part of it.
2: You know. So what other, movie, What other because then we'll talk about um, Uprising in a sec, but yeah. what are some other things that you're working on or things that you're excited about at the mm-hmm. moment, other types of, of roles or other types of production opportunities?
3: What's exciting is, you know, with producing something like this, gives you the opportunity to now produce things you're not in. Right, yes. Which is which is strange. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm working with something um, uh, with uh, Femi Oguns, my producing partner, and also with Big Talk. Okay. Um, we can't say what it is, but Big, All right. Big Talk, of course, done Attack the, the Block. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're working on something real 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 special um and uh you know it it, it takes from Brit- british culture and, and 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 growing up our various experiences kind of like splattered out into onto the to the paper and we're working with a phenomenal guy called Sebastian Till okay um who who has been a, an an online um, director for a, a while but does so much cultural dynamic stuff um especially growing up in london you know his comedy sketches you yep. know he's he's uh his pieces that he does and so working on that is exciting and then you know i've got a, a writer's period in, in, in april um i go away to my secret location and uh, you know i write and, and create because uh i've got a deadline for the next slate of things uh things to do and you know there's some familiar names um can't say them now but okay, but, okay. But names you're familiar with um and we're 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 brainstorming and, and, and working on stuff and I can't believe I'm I, I can get to sit in the same room with them and, and just, you know, collaborate and creatively go, Okay, cool. What movie do you want to do? What should we what should we help develop? Just build creative? it from scratch. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm thinking all the time. My mind just I I just love concepts that are larger than life and um, you know, I love dramas and comedies. So, thinking up things is is something that I do. You know, just as.
2: And what types of stories do you think are por- important to tell right now? I mean, besides yeah. things that are just like, oh, this is entertaining. Like, right, what right. sorts of culturally important stories do you want to tell, or emotionally in sto- important stories do you want to tell?
3: Um, I, I, I think, and, and 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 this actually circles back to Pacific Rim in a way. Is something that stood out to me is that the that, that, that stories that amp up unity for me, is, is, is something that I really, really love. Um, you know, even, even thinking about, let's go just the, the most popcorn, like something like The Avengers, mm-hmm. Infinity War. Although it's a superhero movie, although it's larger than life, although, you know, we can't build an Iron Man suit and fly around. What's great is there's something about unity that gets us all excited. Mm-hmm. Several different people from several different walks of life with unique stories of their own coming together. To coexist. Right. Because right now in the world, to coexist is actually some of the most complicated, <laughs> it's like complicated right now. Just to merely coexist, right? right. Now, things are sensitive. You know, it's hard to imagine a group of, group of people choosing, you know, mentality wise to simply express their differences and to be okay with coexisting regardless. Right. So movies that explore that in an interesting way is, 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 is brilliant. Um, and I've always said the best sci-fi has the best social commentary. You could read between the lines with ET. You, you could even read between the lines with you know various different um, um, stories like Terminator. You know, mm-hmm. it socially had a, had had something to to say, but without being too preachy, right sci-fi, sci-fi. Right. Um, but those are the things I want to explore as well. And uh, lately I've done a play on stage called voice mm-hmm.
4: um
3: that, that dwelled into the, to the minds of, of, of the emotionally unstable. And for those who have mental illness problems and for me playing that part was, was something that exposed a, a new interest, you know, the unique experiences that the day to day man, you know, goes through, but that those of us who are fortunate enough don't necessarily know about is, is something that I, I want to explore too.
2: Oh that's great. I mean it 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 seems that your life is almost uh <laughs> that it's almost a burden how many choices. I mean it <laughs> just seems well cuz cuz when you can kind of do you know when from more or less you can kind of do what you want. Mm-hmm. I mean that that can be also kind of daunting because like oh my god what do i do and how do i make the right choice and you know especially the more successful people get sometimes they get more scared or they get afraid to take risks or they get or they feel they get superstitious or whatever yeah. and I mean, so there's,
3: there's lots of that and lots of that and i, and I feel like th- those feel- feelings are sometimes valid you know and, and and it's for you to go through your process feel the fear and then defeat it because uh you know we all want to Artistically, getting you know, be a part of you know bigger and 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 better stuff, right? Um, But but you you can't help but 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 be motivated by what's going on around you. You know, we just recently got Get Out, you know, by Jordan Peele, which explores obviously these race issues in a way that I've never seen before, right? And so you know, you're you're seeing people around you take risks, but 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 still gain you know commercial success. and you know you you tap into to, to the masses of human beings around the world of, of people that are good and are good with differences and are willing to explore your movie and you know you 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 have to defeat your own fear to be a part of that regardless you know there's something about taking the, the the risk and it's what you're gonna have to do anyway because who who knows what movie is gonna is gonna be great and and what movies people are gonna be like yeah nah we don't we don't like it right so it's you have to just understand it's a risk
2: right know? it is what it is yeah and you know I think a great. I mean there are many great lessons to take away from Get Out cuz it, it really for so many different reasons innovated you oh, know yeah. a certain type of storytelling yeah, for yeah. It, it, in in terms of like a horror thriller in yeah. terms of oh, yeah. the, the, you know the cultural statement but then also I think the really important lesson to take away for people is you know don't copy what Jordan did on the surface no, no. copy the fact that he had a very specific personal story to tell and he told it simply and beautifully. Yeah. And that's what, I think that's the lesson. Like, yeah. find what's personal to you and find mm-hmm. what's important to you and tell and tell those stories. Don't yeah. chase, you know, don't chase the audience. Yeah.
3: I mean, what, what, what is seen as commercial success is, re, is being redefined every day. Yeah. <laughs> every day. Um, and I think with, uh, with 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 much more conscious people that we're getting, who now not only want to be entertained, but they want to be provoked by good characters, good story. You know, um, you know, you, it's, it's it's a great time to to create. But also, there's several different platforms. There's platforms for kids too. You know, you know, much more people are are, are suited to, to to creative content that, that are, are meant for for the younger audience as right. well. And so there's a there's a way now. You, people are are balancing the two. I mean, look at it. Yeah, <laughs> being like, what the hell, man? You know, I, I'm not the biggest horror person. You know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not the person that goes in to see every horror film that comes out. But that film just intrigued me oh, in yeah. in, in, a, in a different way. And 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 so for me, I'm just like, wow, man, they can do it, man. I'm going to start, you know, I need to start slapping the back of his head, man.
2: <laughs> figure something out. <laughs> figure something out. <laughs> figure it out, John. Just figure it, figure out. it out. Figure it out. You got to figure it out. Figure it out now. Figure it, figure it. But uh, with Uprising, just for people... Who maybe, because I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of people saw Pacific Rim, but this mm. is, can you just kind of explain where in the timeline we are with yeah. the, the Pacific Rim story?
3: Yeah. So, uh, obviously, uh, the first Pacific Rim ended with Stack of Pentecost and Riley closing the closing the breach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we thought that the the kaiju couldn't come back. We are 10 years from the first movie, but we pick up with Stack of Pentecost's son. Uh, who previously had been living in the shadows uh, of of his father. Now he is the uh, he is the prodigal son that never came back, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 so we, we we catch up on his life, and and he is just you know a little bit of a, a, a bad boy, stealing high class Jaeger tech, uh, duping those uh, who cross his path, and uh, he lives in half a mansion. And it's about his um, his rise to to being a hero, but also specifically specifically him having to lead a younger generation of Jaeger pilots um, to, to, to to glory. And and there's a new threat: the Kaiju have come back in a very specific way. Okay, okay. <laughs> far more intelligent, far more strategic, um, and and they they just want to just destroy us. Um, and it's time. It's a story about the young generation, you know. Standing up again, uh, standing up against an obstacle that's bigger than themselves. Um, I'm so
4: glad
2: we we're at a time period where, I mean, I, I watched all the, you know, I watched a lot of it, like Ultraman. I watched a lot oh of the Godzilla yeah. movies, Mothra, Gamera, yeah. and so. It, as charming as those were, I'm, I am kind of glad that we're at a place where it's <laughs> it's sometimes fun to watch a guy in a rubber suit stomp on a model city. It is, it is. But um, you know, we are so. I mean. How close were you in the production of this film to the oh it's gotta look like this and the c g's gotta be this and then the 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 practical effects have to be this i were mean you I, that involved I,
3: I i i jumped on that i jumped on that big time um and- <laughs> I found myself, you know, after rapping on 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 set, and and at the end of the day, I'd I'd go straight into to to the visual effects, into visual effects world, and we would have back to back meetings uh, about this big fight that we we were supposed to have in this city. I mean, it was deep. You had to be strategic. The roads had to make sense. This was like real real stuff. And, uh, obviously we, we would shoot interior, uh, shots for the compods where obviously we had the actors inside the robot head, which was built on hydraulics. And so we had the physical element, you know, up and going, but the outside world was still putting together. So I just made sure I stayed on top of it by obviously having a copy of pre-visuals every day Mm -hmm. um, to then relate back to uh, uh, Stephen and and the other guys to make sure that that what happens inside the compod adds up and matches up. Because my emphasis was that I want to feel like the world outside merges with what's going on inside. I don't want the audience to ever feel like ah, man, these guys are in the sound studio, (laughs) man. (laughs) They ain't no Tokyo. (laughs) I I did not want that, that comment. And, and so that meant, you know, specific, you know, shots that we had, we had planned. And and some of you see in the trailer, you know, when the two pilots have the whip behind them outside, you see the, the, the kaiju stand up, you know, ready to fight and you merge those two. I want it to be seamless um, and so obviously that meant, you know, raising the ideas uh, with, with the technology that we can use in, in, in the movie, you know, having this kind of like hologramic effect inside yeah. the, the 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 compod, you know, even when, you know, the uh, a kaiju gets physical with a Jaeger, you see the pilots physically holding a hologram, a hologramic uh, kaiju right. in their hands. It's just a way of merging that. So, yeah, visual effects for me, I, I had to stay on top of. And in all of the, obviously, you know, now we're making a... A Pacific Rim where the fights are in the daylight.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. No rain for you, boys.
3: <laughs> there ain't no hiding.
2: <laughs> There's no rain, no smog. It's a brave move. It's a very
3: bold move. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I remember one of the shots that was so problematic to me was the the merge of this mega kaiju, which we've seen in the in the trailers. Yeah. Uh, when these little critters come out and merge these 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 kaiju to create this 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 mega beast, um, and I was just kind of like, "Guy, we need some smoke or something." Or oh at is like some weird mating process of the kaiju that
2: doesn't really, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's looking
3: to me, like, you know, there's threesome going on here, man. We need to sci-fi this up. Yeah, I need more sparks, more smoke, and we just to get 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 much more of a of an atmosphere. Um, and and, and I enjoyed being a part of that process.
2: I mean, yeah. you talk like a director. It feels <laughs> like that's not out of the question at some point. I don't know, man.
3: I don't know. I have a respect for what they do. I have a respect for what they do. Um, And at the point where, you know, I can tap into an actor's ego and just gain a credit Mm -hmm. when it's, you know, secretly a DP that's doing all the work. I I won't touch it unless I'm worthy, man. It's one of those, Four things,
2: <laughs> you know. When, you I, when I'm worthy hammer? of the hammer, you're gonna lift the hammer.
3: Yeah, yeah, may, maybe, but 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 for now, um, I, with with directing specifically, um, I, I I come as a student <laughs>
2: for now. But it definitely feels like at a certain point you're gonna go.
3: I think i need to try this <laughs> i
2: think i need to try this you, know, it's you, like to you get
3: said that that was like like that was almost like a new flavor of a drink it's mm, like I, I just gotta need to try
2: this one <laughs> i need to donate two years of my life I to mean, trying this thing but what
3: they do, do it's just mad i mean you know even jj you know i'd look at jj sometimes and be inspired by the stuff he do you never notice it but Creatively always having to kind of decide and, and being the leader on set, even your energy as a human being is what di- could possibly dictate the energy of your crew. Al- sure. Also is is a, is a huge responsibility. So yeah. I don't take that lightly.
2: Yeah. And you know, y- you forget too, that uh whoever the lead cast is and whoever the director is and who the producers are, I mean, that creates a cascading effect that sets the tone Oh yeah, for everyone and mm-hmm. the production. And if they're, kind of dicks then that filters down but if they're positive mm-hmm. even when they probably don't feel like being positive right, yeah, time, yeah 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 that's so important yeah it's important to the, the life of the project yeah
3: yeah i mean the collaboration and the best kind of collaboration you create magic you do
2: yeah do you have a good sense of how you work at this point in terms of like okay I can work for 90 minutes I can write for 90 minutes but then I need to take a break or I, I need to write for five straight hours or I'm not creative if I do this like do you kind of have a sense of how, how how you best create
3: I mean I, I I know with with each story it motivates um a different thing so when I'm writing things that are much more uh, grounded in reality and or or if it's something based on a specific person um the element of research starts to you know, obviously have much more precedence. I like it's research and, and then emotionally trying to get to yourself to, to really understand and, and gain a lot more persp- perspective before yeah. writing characters. is something that I don't, I don't take lightly. I mean, sometimes the prepping stage of a concept will go over by two and a half weeks because, you know, I, I'm too scared to write and put my pen to paper to write an official Bible, you know, to say, okay, cool. This is the concept. Here's the world. Um, but 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 when you're dealing with grounded stories, you're having to tiptoe, you know, amongst reality. But when I'm writing something like sci-fi or you know, or, or within the realm of superheroes, I find my imagination can fly. Um, but it's about adapting it to the specific format. When it's film, you're, you're trimming, you're trimming constantly. Um, but 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 also my emphasis on making a layered world you start to consider things you, you before you won't consider, right. you, know, you know, you're, you're making characters, but now you, you, you want to create the world that they're in. Um, and it depends on the, on the concept, but, um, I have a project now in which, you know, I have to consider the way in which a government in, in that alternate universe would work, um, how traffic would work, you know, um what 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 kind of intoxications are, are, are around in the atmosphere in that kind of world or on that kind of planet. You're start you're building literally a universe in your head and that approach is, is also different. So
2: it really does vary. I mean it sounds like you have just folders of projects. It's, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. I
3: mean it's 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 annoying. But I mean the 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 greatest thing was was that um I've gotten to a point now where they, they, they aren't, you, you, it, it isn't sharp voices in my head. They, they, they aren't dreams keeping me awake. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I've I put them and, and, and been able to, to, to sort them out in a way it makes sense. They're on paper and then you can sort and, and, and know which one is appropriate for the time and which one to push forward, which one to still develop, who to who to get, you know, because sometimes, you know, I don't have time to write everything. Right. Know, co-writers, you know, co-producers and I'm you know, not, not looking for everybody that's established, you know, uh, setting up a company is a great time to keep, you know, use that i have a great ear to the ground like you know i still talk to fans of of projects and you know various different people who haven't been given a chance and then you get to collaborate also on that level it's like
2: yeah let's do it that's pretty incredible i mean i i, I knew you were involved in a lot of stuff but i didn't know to this to like to what degree of <laughs> <laughs> like to what degree of this like you know creative carnival that's happening in your head with you, all this stuff when you when you've
3: when you've been around you know you know jj J. abrams and you've met Steven spielberg and you've you know you've you've sat with kathy kennedy you've, you've heard these these great minds discuss and collaborate on ideas that they eventually bring to you like this starts off as ideas and then becomes physical like it's magic to me. It's a, it's like creative freedom that I'm like I have to be a part of. So I, I'm just exploring the the, the several different avenues of, of, of creativity as much as I can.
2: What what types of things did you learn from Spielberg and Kathleen? In ter- like if, I'm sure you're studying and tr- trying to learn and trying mm-hmm. to watch. So what, oh, what yeah. did you try? What did you absorb from them? Well,
3: what I what I love uh um, and what was the, the surprise for me is, is is actually becoming a part of the Star Wars family was was seeing how much they support each other you know we were filming you know additional uh, reshoots uh bad robot and, mm-hmm. and 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 steven like spielberg just rolled rolled through like it was casual <laughs> like and he was on set and, and 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 spoke to everyone and there was a moment i can never forget JJ, I can't remember what, what it was, but it was on the rooftop um, of Bad Robot and we were filming a particular scene. And I don't know if it was Daisy filming, but there was a take that JJ done and JJ wanted to move on. JJ was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm done with this take. But then Spielberg whispered in his ears and was just kind of like, oh, we should probably take a look at this and then try something new. But it wasn't like an authority thing. It was like two friends mm-hmm. collaborating on something. And I noticed that. And that bloody inspired me because I was just like, Then also, if you look back in the history, you know, about JJ and and you see how his life actually connected with Spielberg, you're like, of course you don't have to wait until someone else is established to collaborate with them. Right. You don't have to wait, <laughs> you know, you don't have to do that. You know, it, it, it's sometimes about an energy about the same type of passion to be able to get better and do, and do something more that, that can motivate you to create. And then obviously finding out that, you know, apparently Kathy was a, a personal assistant to, 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 to George Lucas before. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait a second. I, now I'm getting, it. <laughs> you know, there's there's something there's something magical in this in this unity and in in, in identifying the same kind of creative passion in, in someone else. And I was just like, okay, cool,
2: I'm inspired. That's great, and I I like that the unity message came back around. Mm. But I also, as we're kind of wrapping this up. Um, what what is something right now that you are particularly excited or joyful about? And it doesn't have to be anything that that's you specific. It could be something in the world. It could be anything you want. Like what mm. what is, is there anything that you that you feel particularly positive and excited and hopeful about?
3: I would say the young generation. I say the young generation. Um, I just, I, I'm just like you know going back home to the UK. And seeing everyone fighting for, you know, a a better life and better circumstances and making themselves uncomfortable in order to to hopefully gain something better. We're we're not noticing, but we're seeing a, a generation that are achieving things way before their time. Um, and it makes me much more optimistic about the future um, because yeah, are adults messing up real bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we ruin everything. I mean, I mean, I mean I don't,
3: I don't know where it changes, but you lot, we need your guidance, of course, to let us know. <laughs>
2: yeah. But where
3: know, it all switches
2: out. <laughs> can I tell you, though, in a couple of days, that birthday hits and all of a sudden. I know. All of a
3: sudden, I'm one of you. You're one of us. So that's why I'm trying to spread the message on this podcast, <laughs> because after this, I will become one of them. <laughs>
2: This would be like the last. I like, know. Oh, yeah, he was still, and then it all and changed. Oh, bloody fricking march it, it all, changed. But I'm
3: excited about what a lot of young people are doing. I've, I've, been, I've, I've been granted like the opportunity to meet them, especially on uh, um, on the press tours that I'm doing. Right, we're now engaging with 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 young people who are heading, you know, creative content, and they still do stuff for YouTube or whatever. But I'm just seeing a whole bunch of young people kind of, you know, trailblazing, making their own path, and you know, social media comes with a Lot of negativity, but on the positive side, you know, you're exposed to the the kind of stuff that that is going on, and, and and you you'll find that a lot of people have done that because they're inspired from what they saw on Star Wars. You know, you know, a whole bunch of people are inspired seeing Daisy Ridley, seeing Oscar isaacs and you know to see how inspiration actually works. You know, seeing that there is a much more spiritually engaging side to this Hollywood stuff, it, it makes me feel like I have much more purpose than just. Obviously, getting money. By the way, I mean, I learned to get some money. Yeah, money's good. Yeah, 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 money, right, wrong with yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. okay. <laughs> it's okay. okay. But to have that other side, you know, just because of my upbringing and and what's important, I'm excited about that.
2: Excellent. I mean, it's been such a joy to talk to you, and I'm so excited now. You know, now when I see you and stuff, now I'm even more in the back of my mind. Be like, I'm gonna root. I'm rooting for that guy. Oh, thank I you. I want all these thank projects you, to come to fruition, thank but also you. I think it is it is vital that more. People like you exist as as role models to mm-hmm. sort of fight. I mean the more that you talk about positivity and overcoming the, you know anxiety and overcoming everything to really focus and create and be comfortable in your skin, I really do think that that young generation you were talking about needs to see that mm-hmm. and so I, I really am excited I, I hope you. I hope you get the opportunity to speak at length more because oh, I think it's inspiring and, to people. And,
3: and and honestly a bit, a big, a big shout, shout out to the nerd community to the sci-fi community <laughs> no no seriously because I, I I meet you guys on a day day-to-day, day-to-day basis and sometimes I can't stop and, 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 and speak and the level of understanding I get you know you know people are much more you know caring and, and, and I've been exposed to my, way more more great people than I have been to the other side of this Good. Um, and sometimes we give we give the dark side too much of a too much of a voice. Of course. <laughs> the
2: light rises. That's right. <laughs> it does. Don't give in to your hate. So thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, John. It was so nice to see you. And remember, focus on the right part of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just a, this is level one. Level one basics of positivity. <laughs> focus on the right part of the sentence. And of course, enjoy your burrito. All right. Thank All right. you. All right. Thanks, John.
4: ID10T scanning complete. Enjoy your burrito.